tekort minimaal geworden. Volgens de Landelijke Coördinatiecommissie Waterverdeling heeft de aanzienlijke hoeveelheid neerslag voor verdere verlichting van de droogte in grote delen van het land gezorgd. De grondwaterstanden laten een herstel zien, al dus de commissie. Er is nog wel sprake van droogte en daarom geldt de oproep ook nog steeds aan iedereen om bewust om te gaan met drinkwater. Bij een zelfmoordaanslag in Kandahar in Afghanistan zijn drie leden van de veiligheidsdienst omgekomen. Veertien mensen raakten gewond. De autobom ging af vlakbij het politiebureau van Kandahar. De aanslag is opgeëist door de Taliban die zegt dat het politiebureau werd gebruikt als militaire post om opstandelingen te bestrijden. De aanslag is een tegenslag voor de vredesbesprekingen tussen de Afghaanse regering en de Taliban. En in Oostenrijk zijn door vallende rotsblokken twee wandelaars om het leven gekomen en acht personen ernstig gewond geraakt. Het ongeluk gebeurde in een populair natuurgebied ten noorden van de stad Graz. Wandelaars kunnen daar via houten ladders en bruggen langs steile wanden en door smalle kloven trekken. Een vrouw werd geraakt door een vallend rotsblok en overleed ter plekke. En een andere vrouw kwam om het leven toen een vallend rotsblok een brug verbrijzelde. Ze viel meters diep in een ravijn. Het weer bewolkt met kans op lichte regen. Vannacht is het overal nat bij 11 tot 15 graden. Morgen opnieuw wisselvallig met veel lichte regen en temperaturen tussen de 14 graden in Noordoost-Groningen tot lokaal 24 in Zuid-Limburg.
Tom here. Uh, you're listening to the Student Radio Maastricht here on RTV Maastricht 107.5 FM. And today is a special show for us. It's our first two-hour show. And we're talking about uh, communities. I'm Katinka. I'm going to be the host for today. And with me in the studio here are uh, Zaki and Sachit to make sure that everything works as it should be. All the tech is... Um, yeah. Working and going fine. Hello. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, thank you already. Uh, and we have a lot of guests. So I'm not going to introduce every one of them, uh, but they're all part of different communities in Maastricht. And we're going to talk about how important it is to be a part of a communities. What do these communities do? What? Why can you go to a community? Can be part of it. Uh, and we have about seven different communities in the studio today. So they'll be in different segments of our show, and we're starting with uh, May and Jell. Welcome in the, in our studio Hi. today. Hi, First you. time for you guys. You're from the Jell. You're from the B32. I am S- indeed. Squatting community, and May, you're from the Masters. Yes. And uh, we're starting with you guys because you're around the corner here. We're at the Ceramic, and you are both located in Week, one street away from each other, actually. Um, yeah, Jell. <laughs> Can I start with you? You live at the B. Can you tell a bit about what the B does? Yeah, okay. Um, so it's a squat that started 15 years ago. Um, I, I wasn't the one that started it. Uh, but uh, it was made for people to live in and for having uh, art space for artists. So uh, sculptors, painters, whatever, whatever kind of artists. Yeah. Cool. And parties, because we threw a party together with and you guys parties, as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And any kind of, uh, yeah, any kind of like hosting, whether it's like a radio thing, whether it's uh, students wanting to have yeah. their little gatherings or or uh, meetings or anything like this. So it's a public space to be used for free for anyone that yeah. is wanting to use it. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Very important because it's been, I think, disappearing a bit. We can see that in our cities, yeah. squatting yeah, yeah. communities in general, but also these places where people can just go and do things yeah that's yeah, uh, yeah. really cool may you're here representing the masters as a community can you tell yeah. us a little bit about uh, what the masters do and yeah what kind of community are you um well we are a community and we like to think about ourselves as a movement because we um make sure that there is uh, affordable living spaces for students as well as people that are differently developed and status holders and through our diversity we help each other out and give each other whatever we need to make sure that we flourish in whatever we can do yeah so it's a beautiful concept i'd say yeah and there's also a bit more behind it i'm myself i'm a bit familiar with the masters because uh, i've did a lot of volunteer work there and also worked together with them for a few years it's been a while so i'm not quite up to date with everything that's going on but um, that's why i have you here because <laughs> uh, there's different people living there in the communities of the masters True. but you're also you have the master services and care yes um which is a place where yeah, the the neighborhood as a community can also come together. Can you tell me a bit about how that all works? Yes, uh, true. The three groups I just mentioned is the living um, inhabitants, I'd say, of the yep. building. But uh, we also provide services for the entire um, neighborhood, so to say. So people can come by and just also ask whatever question that they have, if it's related to care or if they just need any help with whatever you can imagine. And we are there to facilitate. And that's more the services and care part. Yeah, cool. And you're right around the corner from the B32. So did you know that they existed? (laughs) No, 
No. <laughs> Did you know that the muscle exists in jail? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, maybe we can have a good connection here. Because, um, Jal, you also live at the B. What can you tell a bit about what type of people live there? Like, if I would want to come live at the B, would that be a possibility? Um, yeah, I guess you just need to know people. That's the best way to like enter any community, I'd say, yeah. is to know people and to have a certain people's trust and uh, to be liked. Um, but uh, otherwise, there's no, we don't have like a formula, you know, we don't have a paper like to, yes, uh, that person can come in, that person can't. It's not really just like anyone that's there and it kind of happens, yeah. Organically. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine that, um, especially as a squatting place, you don't have like, I don't know, I, I don't have to audition to come be a part yeah, of no, it. No. But you do have certain values, I can imagine, in your community or an I maybe some yeah, we don't ideals. Want, yeah, like, okay, we don't want, like, some big fat asshole coming in, like someone that's, like, super racist or super sexist yeah. or super, I don't know, like, uh, who doesn't want to be part of the community at all, you know? Like, yeah. someone that just, yeah, I just want to live here and do my thing and I don't give a shit about anything and I don't, you know, I'm not going to help with the cleaning or cooking or anything, you know? Of course, you don't want someone like this. But uh, usually it doesn't happen. So it's more like if people are around and there's a spot, an open spot, and then yeah, yeah, do you decide on that together? Like yeah, 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 yeah. We have like meetings and we decide, okay, like who needs it the most um, and where's the space and yeah. yeah. And how is that for the masters? Because it's a totally different concept, obviously. Yeah. Um, who can live in the community of the masters? Um, well, we do have some certain criteria. And for that, I can only recommend you to contact Shayla, yeah. uh, the owner of uh, the Masters. Um, but yeah, you have to be either a status holder or differently developed or a student. And for students, I'd recommend uh, Freek from Housing Hub, definitely. And um, actually, we do want to grow. So there might also be possibilities for elder people to come by or I don't know, whatever, however you are, just yeah. know that you're welcome. So it is certain types of people i can imagine well i can imagine i actually know this you also have certain values right oh, yeah, within definitely. the community that it's not just for anybody i think which is also fine that's why you have different communities um how would you say what type of person would be suitable to live in the masters it's a person that is looking for independence but just needs a little push over the edge to become independent so we are there um, to help you, to catch you if you fall, but yeah. eventually you need to make the final step towards your independence. Yeah. All right, so that's the differently developed youth? Yeah, but also the status holders. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of, um, uh, I don't know, the age between 18 and 25, so to yeah. say, that might not be able to read perfectly Dutch. So they just come down and ask me, hey, May, can you read what it says? And then I can help them. So they have something to fall back on. But uh, eventually, because uh, of what I'm helping them with, uh, they can start to become independent. And eventually, do, they do not need me to read the letter. Yeah. So that's also the goal, right, of, of the community, to have that support, that bit of backup, but eventually to go on your own, to leave physically leave the community because I think no 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 uh, the community will always be there for you but yeah. uh, that's also the beautiful concept of having a community is that you can not only ask me because I'm just sitting there and helping you but also you can ask the community to help you yeah so you can just knock on your neighbor's door and say like hey uh, I cannot read this can you please help me so how is that for the B do you also it's like the same yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> I was just thinking that it's the same except it's free which I think is no offense I just think it's better 
to have like a place where you're living with people and everyone has something to offer to the other. Yeah. So for example, I go to one neighbor so he can help me with my bureaucracy shit, which is all in Dutch. And I go to one other neighbor who has a lot of books to be like, hey, do you have a book to recommend me this week? You know, I want to read something. I go to my other neighbor who's a DJ to be like, hey, you want to put some songs on this USB stick? And like everyone has something to offer to each other. And I love that. I think that's like a way to live rather than just in your own apartment having to go pay for a service even though yeah some people might not have a choice some people might not want to live in a squat or a community they might want to be at home and then have the luxury of you know getting help from an outsider i'd like to interrupt you on that it's the housing the studio you pay f- uh, the studio you pay for but it's not the service i mean you can I don't come pay down. for the service I, okay. y- you can see it as a four or five star hotel that you are living in like on a long-term stay And if you are in a hotel, you can always go to the reception desk and ask for help if you need anything or whatsoever. And that's the community part. But you pay for your room. So uh, but say. isn't the price involved in the... No. No? no so it's, you p- it's like a normal it's rent? It's not um, the rooms that are um, rented. It's not from the masters that you are renting, but from Kruibos Vastgoed. So they make the contract for the living space, but we, as the master's community, um, you do not I see. pay for okay. it. You pay for a service if you want to have your laundry done, but that's yeah, 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 what yeah. you pay for it. But ah, okay. And then I didn't understand correctly. Yeah, what people in a neighborhood can do, right? Yeah, sure. Uh, and then if I may add on, and please may correct me if I'm wrong, so there are some people living there that have um, yeah a budget that needs some extra support and get um, yeah Zorg budget for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that th- has nothing to do with the masses, right? They can just Correct. choose what kind of care do I want to buy. And if I'm self-sufficient enough, then I don't, right? And True. then that's a win-win as well. So it's where hospitality meets care. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, thank you, guys. Um, we're going to get into both of your communities a bit later on. We're going to go listen to a song first now and then have two other communities here. This is Togetherness from Alison Hintz.
Yes, that was Togetherness from Alison Hintz. Welcome back. This is Student Radio Maastricht here at RTV Maastricht 107.5 FM. With me in the studio, uh, I'm Katinka. With me in the studio are Zaki and Sachit. And we have our next two guests here. We're talking about communities, uh, about communities, but also with a lot of communities that are around here in Maastricht uh, to see what they're all about, why they started, uh, what we can yeah, get out of them or maybe give to these communities. And uh, my next two guests here are Fred and Abiola. Welcome in the studio. Hello. Um, Fred, you're from Activity. We've been mentioning you guys a little bit over the past few weeks because we're very excited about the app and um, Student Radio Maastricht will use it as well. So I'm very happy that you're here. And Abiola, you're here for RTV, actually. Yes, I am. Because you're an intern here. Did I get that yes, right? Yes, yes, I did. So, um, yeah, I'm very curious about what that did for you. Uh, Fred, I want to start with you. Um, you're from Activity. Can you tell us what is Activity? Um, yeah, thanks for having us. And um, well, Activity started when um, me and, uh, and a friend of mine, um, we got together and we thought we both traveled a lot. We both mm -hmm. lived in different cities that were completely new to us. And while we traveled, we thought it's actually quite easy to meet new people, right? You stay yeah. at a hostel and you can easily meet people. Why is it so difficult when I'm in a new city in my own country yeah. to meet new people? Uh, and that's how the idea was born. So Activity is an activity platform uh, for people who are new in a city and who want to meet new people. So when you use the app, you sign up, you let us know your interest, and then you can meet people within that interest group. And what kind of interests can we think about? Uh, so it's very diverse. It's from we we like to focus on like small activities, not mm -hmm. events. Um, so it can any it can be anything from like play tennis, board games, watch a movie, go grab a pizza, just yeah. small things to get to get to know people who like the same things as you do. Oh, pizza, movies, that sounds sound great to me already. Yeah. Um, thank you, Jan Abiola. You're here to represent RTV Maastricht. Yes, I am. Um, yeah, can you explain what do you do for RTV Maastricht and how? Yeah, how does that work as a community as well for you? Uh, I'm, I am an intern journalist here at RTV Maastricht and um, for me it's a big exposure for me. I want to be a journalist and RTV Maastricht is giving me the exposure that I need and the training I need to be better in future. Yeah. So yes, it's really great for me and I was part of a community and that was how I got to know about RTV Maastricht. So, uh, so what like community got you here then? The Verlikaid. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I pronounce it right. The Frolikai. Yeah. Frolikai. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good. It's good. Yeah. All right. So through another community, you actually exactly. So I here, met yeah. an amazing woman there that told me. I told her about my dreams and my aspirations, and she told me about RTV Maastricht, and she introduced me to somebody that knows somebody that works here. You know. Yeah. So. And yeah. are you also studying journalism or? For now, anything? no. Okay, so, so all the knowledge I'm gathering is from RTV Maastricht. Yeah, cool. Yeah. That's amazing. So even though you're not studying or anything, you're still welcome here to exactly. be a part of that. They're really helping me to get better and be a better person. Yeah, yeah. amazing. Because you're also not from the Netherlands. No, I'm not. And you live in Heerle, right? Yeah, in Heerle. Asiel Zoeker Centrum. I don't know if there's a, is there an English... Well, it's just an as a C, that's what we call it. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know if there's a different word for it. No, I think that's um, it. So you travel here to Maastricht, and does yeah. RTV also help you with maybe finding your way in Maastricht? Yes, exactly, yeah. because a lot of times when I go out with my bus to other locations here to cover events, I get to know places and, you know, meet people also. So, yes, they're helping me to also integrate into the um, community because it's really important, especially as an... I would say an outsider, you know, I've been yeah. here for only one year and 
and they're also giving me the exposure that I need and the inclusion. Yeah. You know, you feel like we are not much of an outsider. So, yes. Yeah, exactly. Because I can imagine that's also something that happens with activity that somebody organizes an activity and then you meet people and you get that inclusion in the city. Is that how it works? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, in, in the beginning, we noticed that a lot of people will, will sign up and will just look around. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, you'll, you'll see there's just a lot of people like you who just want to get together, do fun things. And um, so far, we only launched a month ago, but already there's a lot of groups, there's a lot of activities, there's a high show up rate. And the feedback we got so far is that people really seem to enjoy uh, these activities and meeting uh, the new people. So what is, because you, I, I know a little bit, because I'm, I'm also on activity and I love it. Uh, what would you say is the biggest success in an activity that you had now? Is there something that maybe you've been to or that you thought this was very uh, memorable for us in the past month? Um, yeah, so what I found really, so I like playing board games. And um, so I started a board game group in, uh, yeah. in activity. And um, that has been steadily growing every day. And we have over 50 people. And we have another activity coming up um, Thursday, and already 25 people are uh, oh, about wow. to show up. So, uh, what activity is that? Uh, board games. Oh, oh yeah. for the board games. Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, that's amazing. So, so that that's really exciting. So it's it's going to be tough for you guys to keep organizing small activities. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, a lot of people. So also last time we had about 15 people sh um, showing up, and we do split them up, and we sat outside because the weather was yeah. nice. All right, so um, Activity is an app, so people can just download it if they want to join. It's free, right, for yeah, everybody to use, use. Yeah, to organize or to join. And yeah, as for RTV, if there's anything, if there's somebody listening and they w would also want to be part of RTV, can they just email call? What would you say would well, be a good Well, to be step? honest, yeah. I'm not <laughs> in a position to actually <laughs> say that because, you know, I don't know how um, it's really done. Yeah. But the truth is when I came, um, like I said, somebody knew somebody that introduced me to the station and I sent an email to the person that was um, that the concert was giving to me and she responded in a very beautiful way which really encouraged me to, you know, pursue. Yeah. And I came here and met her and she felt like, okay, we can help you and we can give you the platform that you needed to, you know, excel and that was how I got here. So but if somebody wants to come, I don't know if I don't know what the exact yeah. Um, yeah. Just send an email and see what exactly. happens. Exactly, send an email right. and see. Sometimes you know, you know I can tell just maybe walk in and ask yeah. questions yeah <laughs> yeah that's always good exactly all right thank you guys we're going to get uh, into uh, different things that you're doing with the community and what it meant for you guys personally as well uh, later on in the show but for now we're going to go into our next song which is come share the wine from all martino so that's something maybe we can do as an activity as well streets were dark and the night was cold and yet I walk alone I saw the lights of a cozy place with lanterns all aglow somebody cried don't wait outside come say hello the people there they Singing songs I knew when I was young And from the jukebox I heard the sounds I needed to recall I sang along with every song I knew them all 
can understand that you're a long way from home But we have each other, have no fear You'll like it here It's not so easy to feel at home when home so far away Seems colder when you're a stranger from a foreign land You need to feel that someone cares and that they understand Many a tear would disappear if we join hands was Come Share the Wine from Almertino. Welcome back um, in our two-hour show today where we're talking about communities. I'm Katinka, uh, your host. Sachit is doing our tech today. And Hello. Saki is, uh, you were doing tech, but now you're on the table here to join the conversation. Uh, together with Jackson. Welcome, Jackson. Yes, thank you for having uh, you me. You are here to uh, represent Code 043. Yes, I am. And uh, we actually had somebody else coming in, but he couldn't make it. That was Dominic. And we also have a few recordings of Dominic. And Zaki, uh, yeah, you're here uh, as one of us, Student Radio Maastricht, because obviously we're also a community. And you've been there longer than anybody in our team right now, if I'm... If I'm correct, is that right? Yeah, now that Anastasia's gone, yeah, I'm the, lo I'm the yeah, well, I am the veteran. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realize. Uh, so we're going to yeah, also share a bit about what we as a community do. Um, before we go into that conversation, I want to listen to a short recording of Dominic where he introduces himself. So we also know who is going to share his story in the recording. So um, yeah, let's listen to Dominic first. My name is Dominique, uh, Dominique Wissing. I've been part of the Code 043 community for, I think, over four years now. Uh, and this includes one year of an internship. Well, two separate years, uh, but I did my internship at Code twice. So I'm 20 years old. Um, I currently work in my own company. What we do is we make, uh, we, I have a vodka brand it's called Batra. Besides that, I have a marketing agency, which I still work for. A lot of clients within Maastricht, uh, in the cultural sector, the commercial sector, 
uh, worked for restaurants like the lab for a new museum yeah um, I'm always busy so <laughs> yeah very busy guy indeed if I that um, so Jackson I'm we're first going to listen to another short recording because I asked uh, Dominic already what what is code 043 for the people that don't know it yet. So he explained it a bit to me. And then afterwards, uh, I want to ask you maybe if there's anything to add on. And I also understood that you're part of a different community as well. Yes. So we're going to get into that uh, later on. So, yeah, what what is code 043? Um, basically, the whole idea of code 043 is that young people, the youth, the teenagers, students can come to us with an idea. Uh, this can be for an event, uh, either a product or a service, um, which will take place in the Maastricht community. And uh, Code Zero for Free offers funding, um, help with their expertise. Uh, besides that, they have a really big network. And basically what they do is like try to make the goals come true and trying to create uh, or well make make dreams come true yeah make dreams come true is that right is that what they do jackson i think uh, yeah that it's right it, that's the thing that they do so if you got a basically uh, basically uh, an idea or you want to organize an event you don't have the right connection you can always knock on the door uh, at code uh, 1043 and uh, they will assess you with your, uh, yeah, with your idea. They will help you connect you uh, with the right people that can help you more further. And uh, yeah, it's true. So if you are, if you are a big thinker, and uh, you got fantastic or amazing idea that can uh, uh, improve the city, then I should say come over to Code and Tree and. Uh, talk about uh, your idea yeah so you've also been a part of the code community yes i am um, what what have you been doing there because were you one of those big thinkers that had an amazing idea uh i'm like for two years right now in the code community mm -hmm. uh the first time i came in contact with them was because i had an idea about uh, uh organizing uh, uh an urban event for the people from Maastricht. Oh, yeah. Cool. Only, yeah, for the people from Maastricht uh, and uh, from and to the people from Maastricht. And uh, my idea was really big and uh, I had a lot of conversation with Code No uh, uh, Viatri, like yeah. we said it over here. And uh, yeah, they helped me a lot. They helped me a lot. So uh, I was start giving back what they gave me. So you started a community within the community, yes. if I get yeah, that right. Yeah, that's basically what Code No Viatri is. Uh, Code is like a community in a community. So if you already got a, a community and you want to expand or grow as a community, yeah, just visit Code No Viatri. Yeah, well, Saki, because that's also kind of where Student Radio Maastricht started, right? You also um, went to Code and to ask for some support. Can you share a little yeah. bit of our background story? Yeah, so we have gone to Code 043 multiple times for support. Um, I wasn't there the first time just because that was the year before I came here. Yeah. Um, but when we came here, um, they gave us a lot of support for our for events. And we had we one event was a party at, at the haunted house where we really we which we use our as our base. And we also had our event at B32, which we which also Code 043 played a major part in funding. Yeah. And so yeah, it, our student radio master for me was very much a large way, a large intro into the community here in Maastricht. Like, that's literally how I met all my friends. It's literally how I met, how I found my first place to live. And so, 
I feel like Sunrio Maastricht it really served as a facilitator of the community here in Maastricht. Yeah, yeah. For me, because I joined last November, December, around that time last year, uh, I joined Student Radio Maastricht, and for us, I, I feel that we're always connected to code, right? It's it's we we haven't gotten funding or anything this year, but there's always the support. You can always go there, and we've we've had a lot of meetings there with the people that work there just for some advice to see what possibilities are there to maybe get financial sh- support or just find connections or people like you Jackson that you're here today um, and I think that is wonderful um, that code provides that but then also that you can take that with you to start a different community like student radio did such it do you have a, what, what's your experience I mean as a student radio member and um, yeah starting in code well I think uh, code 043 has made the community possible at various points in time and I mean, yes, they provide support to us and you know financial support and all of that. But they've kind of been the people who were there for us, you know. Yeah. Whenever we had a question, Code Zero for Three were the first people who uh, we we turned to and we were like, okay, so how do we fix this? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Code Code is always there for the people, and it's like uh, when you get an idea, uh, they help you. They don't think like, oh no, that's not possible. We cannot realize this. It doesn't matter how big your dream is or your idea is. Code is always there to support and help you. Yeah, awesome. Uh, we're gonna go listen to another song, and then later on, Jackson, when you're back in the studio, we're gonna make another switch now from the people here. Uh, we're also gonna look a bit more into what it actually did for you. So I, I'm very curious about your okay. personal story and your own community. Uh, our next song is actually from a community. It's a title song from the from the series community. It's at least it was here from the '88. Give me your hands, show me the door I cannot stay to wait anymore Somebody say, be what you be We could be old and cold and dead on the sea But I love you more than words can say
release it was here the 88 the title song of community because we're talking about communities here at student radio maastricht here on rtv maastricht 107.5 fm i'm katinka your host and we did another guest switch so yell i'm sorry that i pronounced your name wrong earlier but thank you for correcting me um and joanne so we've already talked to Fred from Activity, uh, and you are an Activity ambassador. Uh, so he, uh, yeah, he's going to let you talk a bit about uh, Activity now. Um, and I was wondering, yeah, what are people looking for? Because you're an ambassador, you're a big part of the community of Activity. We're also there before it got the app got launched. So in the whole, I don't know, pre- preparing Activity to be a thing in society. I guess is that how I could put it. Mm-hmm. So what what have you been looking for in activity as a community well well uh, um what i have been personally looking for was to find people with similar interests and to just make friends and to try new things which slowly slowly we have built up to it and now it's taking off i feel and yeah i feel like lately i've got, gotten to do a bunch of things that i wanted to do and i've met new people who also want to do it and i can see how happy people are that they find similar people with similar interest. Because yeah. you all started as also as a as fellow board gamer like Fred, right? That was your thing. So what are new things that you found maybe in activity now? Um, well, coffee drinking, because I used to, I love drinking coffee, but just drinking at home, instant coffee is not that great. And recently I've been meeting up with people, drinking different coffee at different places, having nice chats and getting to know people from different places. And with from some of you guys from student radio i've been to the park yeah. to exercise which uh with most of the gyms closing down it's like oh i've really felt the um, missing piece that i couldn't exercise that much anymore yeah. but then i found you guys and you guys are very motivating and encouraged me to work out a lot too so that was also very fun did you hear it? yeah Sachin is doing a little dance <laughs> sounds we're amazing. motivating dude uh-huh. we're motivating <laughs> yeah it's very true that's also how we met through activity and especially with the working out so it's something that Sachin and i were doing throughout the whole lockdown and at some point what's it yeah i don't know we got a bit sick of each other <laughs> just working out with each other exactly you can't even do a pull-up you know i want better workout partners yeah we figured out let's throw it in activity and see what happens and i think that's really great because as I always see it like this, right? You reach a certain age or when you come to a new city. But for me, I've been living here forever. Um, but at some point, you you just don't meet new people. It's very difficult to meet new people. And with Activity, we met, well, with the working out, just like seven or eight new people that we see now every week, which is, yeah, great. I think that's really building a little community within the community that we just talked about. Yeah, um, you are also from a community you grew up in a community Uh, yeah that's true Uh, i grew up in a place called orville and uh, it's really brought to me a lot in the sense that i've been able to rely on people like Mm -hmm. apart from my family so i was there with my mom but i wasn't relying on my mom as i had like i don't know three other moms and loads of grandfather grandfathers and like loads of people that i could rely on for different things that were like really helpful and a lot of people that like showed me uh, good ways of living that are not relying on, you know, profit and yeah. basically things that are, are for me like a little bit harmful, like to be, you know, to always focus yourself on like making money and all that. And I've just seen people, um, yeah, like living really good lives without having 
money basically or without relying on it mm. uh, which is for me like a great thing which I don't think a lot of people get in yeah, this society definitely not so is that because I'm imagining it now as like a big community like a I don't know a village outside of regular society is that how how it was or a bit different so it was um, so it was it was in the south of India and it well it was it is and it has 3,000 people living there and oh, okay. there's a lot of people coming in and out yeah. uh, a lot a lot of tourists a lot of visitors a lot of volunteers um, and it also is it's like it's a community but it also takes part the communities around it like the yeah. Indian villages um, but it's it's really hard to explain to be honest you have to go there to kind of find yeah. out but it's based it's a, it's a community based on volunteering yeah. so it's like they want to have no money there they want to yeah, exactly. just run on exchange which is, that, is great is that also one of the reasons that here when you came here you also wanted to live uh, in a squatting place which is also kind of works in the same yeah. way right yeah, yeah 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 for sure like i mean since i since i've been in europe which has been like four years i've never paid rent like okay i've had jobs here and there to like sustain myself because of uh, at some point you need money but um that is why i chose squatting for sure yeah, yeah. That sounds great. I, w sound I would love freedom. to live without paying rent. <laughs> I mean, that's what, what we always uh, say and think maybe, but still uh, uh, a lot of people like me don't actually take that step because the way that you grew up in just regular society, yeah, it's, yeah. it's kind of scary in a way maybe to yeah, say, yeah. I'm, I'm going to get rid of the money, the job and, and do it in this different way. Uh, very idealistic for me but i think it's beautiful and if you say mm -hmm. there's three over three thousand people living there yeah and it works yeah that's and not just that's not a small thing that's not yeah, just yeah, yeah. a squatting place with 10 people that is an actual and yeah. the beauty of it for me is that they made this community to inspire other people to do the same yeah which is what i want to do like that's my dream that's my ultimate dream is to buy land build grow food make gardens and have people you yeah. know be on it and be like happy like yeah just doing your thing so that would yeah. be the bigger change you want to make as well in living in a squatting place now and having that in a neighborhood in maastricht was that a bigger change that you would want to make in in society as well yeah i mean i think it's a uh, it's it's something that like inspires people when yeah. you see people like living together they're not family members and that work with each other and they don't need to like always have money in between be like oh you have to pay me th for this pay me for that and you know um, we're gonna go into another song and then uh, thank you uh, Yael for explaining that I think yeah. it's super interesting uh, it was helpful I, yeah I'm a little bit jealous actually <laughs> that you hey got man, to grow that way you can do it though That's the <laughs> yeah I know, can, I know. really anyone can I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to, uh, to you uh, about this a bit more um, yeah and um, Joanne thank you for uh, explaining a bit more about activity our next song is Write This Down from Naive Solchev also a song that came from the activity community
Kids, welcome back. You're listening to Student Radio Maastricht here at RTV Maastricht 107.5 FM. I'm Katinka, the host of today, here with Sachit on the tech and Zaki arranging everything with our, uh, our seven guests that we have. It's a lot today. Uh, and we're talking about communities. So uh, back here in the studio with me are Fred from Activity and May from The Masters. Welcome Hi. back. <laughs> or a second round um yeah we've been talking about communities and uh, i was thinking you know a lot of the times it's also what we've been hearing in all of your stories that a community starts with a certain need that people have or when there's something missing maybe in society um yeah fred how was that for activity was there is that where it started for you as well to make that decision we're going to create a community yeah it, uh, it started for me when um when I moved to Amsterdam and I didn't know any people in Amsterdam. Um, and it, then it, it's tricky um, yeah. to, to start uh, to get a group of friends. And I thought, well, I must not be the only one. And then I moved back to Maastricht, where I'm, where I'm from. And then I've noticed that a lot of people here in Maastricht also have that problem because yeah. Maastricht University um, has the highest number of international students. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, my co-founder, um, he lived for a long time in Amsterdam. So for him, Maastricht was also uh, new again. Yeah. And um, yeah, and that's how the uh, how the idea got born. And before we started, we actually went into the University of Maastricht, and we just went table to table during lunch, asking people, "Do you need this?" Yeah. <laughs> so I think we interviewed what's up, like, uh, "What's up in your life? Are you <laughs> bored or lonely?" <laughs> well, yeah. So it's tricky, right, with the questions. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to ask, "Are you lonely?" Um, but uh, we we asked over 300 students uh, in a couple of days um, if we would create a platform to meet new people and do fun activities together. Would you use it like once a week? And then. Uh, yeah, we got an overwhelming response uh, that yes, yeah. that's something they need. Yeah, because I think, as you know, I'm also a student life coach and that is something that you hear a lot here, especially in master, like you say, with the international students. Um, yeah, I just throw lonely as, as a word in there, but that it is a big problem for students, but also for the experts. And at some point, students, if they stay, they become experts here and then you don't have your university, which is also kind of like a community, right? University bubble. But as soon as you're out there, you're on your own. And what are you what are you going to do? Yeah, that's very true. How is that for for the masters? There's a lot of different departments in the masters. I mean, they've grown like crazy in the past 10, 15 years. Um, so you work at the services and care that mm -hmm. also started from a certain need. Can you yes. tell a bit about that? Um, well, I wanted to stick with the communities okay. and uh, for the communities, there's actually one need for all of them, um, because as soon as you turn 18 all of a sudden you're an adult and yeah. what are you going to do when you're an adult i mean the big big world is kind of scary so especially for those that are differently developed for people that are um, status holders that um, might have difficulties with language and all yeah. sort of stuff i mean they all of a sudden come in a new country and they do not know what cultural things there mm. are or things that are important and as well students I mean first time leaving mom and dad how am I going to live on my own in a big city uh, new studying what is that so um, all these questions pop up and we wanted to just give a little push towards being completely independent and uh, that's something that we provide and the, th the, the way we provide it is by um, facilitating and facilitating in literally everything you can imagine. Yeah. So what's specifically different uh, from 
living in the masters as a community and living in a student house because that's also obviously a little com community that students um, go into or uh, status holders I mean that 18 like you said that that age it's a very strict age like you're 18 you're an adult now and then a lot of support from the gemeente from different organizations from school True. stops just like that True. Right, yeah. so um if you take a regular student house with five students from the same study, they all are able to help each other with their studies. And mostly that is it. So for yeah. us, we have a huge diversity and um, people that are different than the other. Um, you can learn a lot from each other. Yeah. And so they love it. They love it. They all <laughs> love it. I mean, we, the rooms are beautiful. They feel safe. They feel warm. They feel at home. And that's it's amazing yeah. <laughs> yeah what i've al always noticed if you because you can just walk in right services yeah. and care is yeah. there so if you need to pick up your meal or you have uh, jeans that need to be tailored that's also something that you can come there yes. to and if you talk to somebody that lives there um it's it's especially that the diversity that uh, i'm differently developed but i still live in a house with students that go to the university and there's also status status holders that are not just somewhere in a building with only status holders right it's that diversity that's so important for true the whole development it also makes the step smaller for people to take if uh, they need some help with anything so if we talk about uh, support for organize organizations like yours um, from the community from other organizations uh, financially or maybe people um, yeah, I'm looking at both of you I don't know who wants to start <laughs> answering yeah Fred um, what kind of support do you get or maybe need and don't get is there anything you can to share about that um so we've had quite um some support from the municipality actually um in different ways um they have connected us with code 043 um and they were able to help us um with some events to get us started to get our name out there um the municipality is also involved at the startup community that we have mm -hmm. a desk at uh, Keske. Um, they uh, are also co-sponsoring that, so they're giving us a place to start our startup. Yeah. Um, after, of course, starting you know from our own homes, yeah. um, and then also um, we were able to get some subsidies. Um, what we need, of course, um, with a community like this, like there are so many people in Maastricht that are new to Maastricht, and we need to get the word out there. But if yeah. if you want to try and you know, get it to everybody in the city, that is something difficult for the municipality to help you with. And also the university, um, there are 17,000 students, only 2,000 are in like a, a society, so yeah. 15,000 are not. And we need them to let all the other students know about us. And it's a big organization, so that yeah. is tricky to work with. Yeah. All right, thank you. How is that for? The masters, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different departments, so whatever you want to share, we're very close to the next song, but anything you want to share about the support that you guys get and maybe still need? Well, for our community, I'd say a lot of it is from word of mouth, and we need the yeah. neighborhood to just walk in and see us as their desk where they can ask any question and yeah. also have all the services that they need. So that's something that they just need to know, and usually it just goes by word of mouth and yeah. that's the support we're looking for so it's very much that exposure exposure and also uh, helping each other out and if you do good you get good yeah so. exactly because by i'm just i mean it's because i know a lot about the masses but <laughs> by somebody in the neighborhood to walk in and have a, get a service there 
that also supports the, the whole community that is living behind it, right? True. And uh, I mean, a happy person uh, makes another happy person, makes a lot of happy people. So that's actually what we do. All right. Well, thank you, guys. We're going to go into two songs, actually, that's good, that are going to take us over the hour. So the first one is Together uh, from Martin Garrix. It's a bit of a happy dance song. And after that, it's the Kitemans Orchestra Mushroom Cloud. And then we're back for the rest of our conversation. de zaterdagavond alweer plannen met de tv-gids. U kunt ook iedere eerste en derde zaterdagavond van de maand sfeervol dineren op het water met de Saturday Night Dinner Cruise van Rederij Steephout. Onze chefkok verwent u culinair, terwijl u onder andere de indrukwekkende sluis van Ternaaien passeert. Een belevenis door het hoogteverschil van 15 meter. Bekijk ook de chartermogelijkheden van Rederij Stiphout op stiphout.nl met veel leuke dagarrangementen voor familie- of bedrijfsuitjes. Ahoy en enjoy! Reserveer op stiphout.nl of bel 043 351 5300. Bij autobedrijf Ploemen in Meersen vertaalt onze liefde voor auto's zich al ruim 80 jaar in zorgzame service en vakmanschap. Natuurlijk hebben wij ook onze favorieten. Vandaar dat autobedrijf Ploemen gegroeid is tot de Volkswagen en Audi-specialist van de regio. Maar autoliefde kent geen grenzen, dus verwelkomen we ook elk ander merk voor onderhoud of reparatie. Welkom bij Autobedrijf Ploemen aan de Ambierweg in Meersen. Like onze Facebookpagina en doe mee met leuke acties. in de Eter.
The Mushroom Cloud from the Kiteman Orchestra. Amazing, amazing song. Uh, welcome back to the second part of our show today. You're listening to Student Radio Maastricht here at RTV Maastricht 107.5 FM. Uh, I'm Katinka, your host for today. Sachit is our tech for today. So uh, still doing amazing. Enjoying the songs as well. Last track was great. <laughs> yeah, I know. We didn't want to cut it. <laughs> uh, and uh, on the table with me now are Zaki, also from Student Radio Maastricht. Hey everyone. And Abiola from RTV Maastricht. Hello everyone. And yeah, we're talking about communities and we have guests from uh, the Masters Code 043, Activity, the B32, RTV Maastricht, Student Radio Maastricht. And um, yeah, now that we know everything about the communities, because we talked about the communities specifically in the first hour of our show today, and let's go into a bit of a more personal level. So let's have a look what a community can mean for you. Um, and before we continue our conversation uh, about communities in Maastricht, I want to give the word to you, Abiola, because you've written an article about volunteer work that you would like to read out to us. And uh, yeah, tell us read us the article i don't know if there's you want to give it an introduction maybe yes um the article is about um volunteering yeah. and it was inspired by my um contribution over time volunteering with other organizations and when i was there it, you know it gave me a lot of exposure and i met a lot of people and that was what inspired the article and yeah. you know people's attitude towards volunteering and yeah. that's what what the article is about all right well take it away yeah Volunteering. This is the act of freely offering to do something without being paid for it. It can also be described as doing something that you do not have to do often without being asked. These are some of the online definitions of volunteering. Now, who is a volunteer? A volunteer is a person that has chosen to voluntarily do something or offer a service without expecting payment. Now, note that I emphasized on the word voluntarily. This hereby means that this person was not being compelled, but they chose to willingly offer their service. This brings me to why I'm talking about volunteering. I want people, especially we young people, to understand that volunteering is a privilege and it should not be seen as a favor. Having understood the definitions of volunteering I gave earlier, I believe a person who chooses to volunteer for an, organ for an, for an organization is aware of what is expected of him or her to do. In my experience as a volunteer, I have come to understand that contrary to what a lot of us think, which is the fact that we're helping people, you know, the, the reverse is actually the case. There's a popular saying that when you lend a helping hand to someone, the life that is most helped is yours. Over the years, volunteering has taught me so much and I've also shaped my life in an amazing way. Not forgetting that through volunteering, I've met so many amazing people that have become my friends for life. I'm going to state a few things that I've learned through volunteering and how it has changed my life. Number one is patience. 
Patience is something that is not so common amongst people, especially we young people nowadays. You know, the era of the 21st century is almost always screaming, no time, you know, no time, no time, and everybody's moving so fast. But still, we cannot overemphasize the relevance of patience in our day-to-day -day activities. Being patient for a minute can save us a lifetime of regrets, and this is one thing volunteering has taught me, and I am eternally grateful for that. Number two is sensitivity and compassion. I decided to pair these two words together because I learned to be compassionate while being sensitive. Having understood that patience is key to relating with people of diverse cultures, beliefs, exposure, and so on, as volunteers, we need to learn how to be sensitive to people's conditions and situations. While volunteering, I've learned that it is a privilege to be where I am, and that privilege should not be rubbed in people's faces. The next is humility. Volunteering has taught me to respect people irrespective of their age, who they are, or where they are from. I actually learned this from fellow volunteers. I see how people of status and influence humble themselves, and I say to myself, who am I not to humble myself? The last but not the least on my list is better communication skills. Volunteering entails meeting people you haven't met before and having to work with them and achieve great results. It takes you out of your comfort zone and puts you in a position where you have to put all of your differences aside and excel no matter who or whoever you're working with. As an aspiring journalist, I have seized the opportunity of volunteering to develop my communication skills and I am proud of what I have achieved so far as well as totally grateful for the privileges that has been given to me. So I want to employ people volunteering in any capacity to always see volunteering as a way to help and develop themselves rather than make it seem like they're doing somebody else a favor. See it as a genuine learning phase for where you're going and be conscious of your progress. Thank you. I want to clap. Can we do a little, <laughs> a little clap? It's beautiful, Aviola. Yeah, absolutely beautiful. And I, I totally agree with everything that you said. Uh, I've also had a lot of volunteering experience. Zaki, I don't know if you have anything to add, but you've been a volunteer for uh, SRM for quite a while now because everything we do is volunteer work as well. Yeah, but I don't even really consider it work. I mean, it's just it's just something I enjoy doing. So I don't even put that under the umbrella of volunteer work. It's just it's just yeah. become, a, become a part of my life. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, I do think that volunteering, I think it's really important in every community, though. I mean... Like so, part of me when I had to graduate high school, everyone at my everyone at my high school, in order to graduate, has to do a two week internship volunteer work somewhere, yeah. um, and so like it forces you out of your comfort zone because it's recommended that it's something that you're not that you're probably not going to end up studying in college, and it you end up having to like talk about the about the volunteer work that you're doing in the future, yeah. and you end up like at the end when you have the presentations, you end up learning so much about the people and then what they value, and I think that's really important about with anything really. I mean. That the, when you're doing something for someone else, you learn so much more about yourself, about your own values, and you learn about you learn so much more about you know what you can give to others as opposed to what can be given to you, which I think is really really important. Yeah, absolutely, and I think that's very much the difference between an internship. Um, you know, when you study and you're an intern, you're basically working somewhere that's also has different expectations. And with volunteer work, the beauty in that is that you're just supporting something. A lot of the times we do it because it's also something that we want to do, something you can learn from or for an organization that you want to support. And there's so much that you get back that usually you don't even expect that you get back. Because sure. uh, what type of 
for like because you've done a lot of volunteer work not yes. just for rtv because that's yeah. also i mean you named it you called it an internship but it's mm -hmm. also doing volunteer work for rtv maastricht yeah. right um is it what other communities have you volunteered for okay before i came here back in my country i used to volunteer uh with a, uh, an organization that's called food click um, their aim is actually to end hunger in nigeria so they help um, give food to people you know the less privileged and i also volunteer there as a media person I try to create awareness on their social media pages for people to know that this is happening in your community. You can be part of it and you yeah. can support them and donate to them also. And here, I also volunteer with the Furley Kide. Um, apart from the singing aspects, which I mentioned earlier, I also um, help with the children to provide um, social activities for the children yeah. at the ASDC camp. Um, I also do another volunteer job um, with uh, Meeting Points. It's called Meeting Points. It's actually part of the Furley Kide. Uh, what the meeting point does is they um, kind of prepare young people that want to be uh, maybe mentors in future for yeah. the future. So what we do is we go kind of mentor people, you yeah. know, yes. Yeah. But in this case, we actually mentor people that are way older than us, which is really strange, and people that work in big yeah. organizations. And yeah, so it's also a volunteer work that I do. So and many more like that yeah it's beautiful and it's always about giving you get a lot back yeah but it also opens up a lot of opportunities like you said exactly I mean, yeah. the, those volunteer works that you did but yeah. also what you did here with um rtv and i think for us as well every project that we do with ezram at every radio show we meet new people and there's so much that you get back or new opportunities new new projects exactly. to work on yeah um, yeah, we're kind of running out of time for this slot, but I do have a recording. I'm going to look at Swatchy. Am I still allowed to play it? Because <laughs> uh, from uh, Code or Dominic, he also um, told us a little bit about the opportunities that opened up for him uh, while doing his volunteer work at Code and yeah, people that he met. So let's listen to that quickly, what Dominic has to say about it. So basically, um, uh, the vodka brand I started... I'm doing this with a business partner and it, it came directly out of my network. He called me up and he, he said like, let's, let's do this together. And if I'd never been in, in one of these communities, he would have never gotten my phone number. Uh, we would have never gotten in touch. Um, besides that, um, the opportunity to graduate, of course, at Code Zero for free. Um, and besides that, music, uh, being in a community of musicians, helping each other, uh, which can be rare in the genre I am. Um, and yeah, they all help each other and, and, and it provided me the opportunity to sign a record deal. Uh, it provided me the opportunity to release new music and actually grow. Um, and besides that, once again, I think uh, one of the opportunities I got is like to emotionally uh, evolve and, and, and becoming closer to myself. And this is an opportunity which the people in my communities actually help me with a lot. And I, I don't think not being in a community would have gotten me this far as I am now. Beautiful, a lot of opportunities there for Dominic. Yeah, Sachit, you said I'm a little bit jealous on the music part, on the opportunities that he got. Um, but that also goes for you, Abiola. So our next song is a very special song. Um, has something to do with you. Can you tell us a little bit about our next song? Yeah, um, the title of the song is No Regrets. 
and it was bettered. Um, I think coronavirus, the pandemic kind of inspired it because okay. while we're on lockdown and, you know, we're quarantine and all that. So um, Yos Neto, which is the producer of the song, he mm -hmm. reached out to me and said, let's do something, you know, we're, we're yeah. all very, you know, let's busy, yeah. you know, oh, and yeah. Yeah, <laughs> let's do some social distance walking. And he sent me the beats and he says, just sing whatever you feel like on the song. And when I listened to the beats, I got the inspiration. And w the inspiration was the fact that everybody is just, at, when the pandemic started, especially when they declared the lockdown, everybody mm -hmm. was just everywhere, like the world was coming to an end. <laughs> that was yeah. how it felt. Yeah. And it was like, what I thought at that moment was, I'm going to enjoy it now. It doesn't matter if the world is coming to an end. What I'm going to, I'm going to make something out of this. You know, rather than think, oh, the world is coming to an end, let me just fold my hands. Let me just enjoy the moment. Let me just take whatever I can take from the moment, you know, mm -hmm. rather than worry about if it's coming to an end or not. Yeah, beautiful. You recorded yeah. it together with... With uh, Adi, yeah. Yeah, and he yeah. Is, is he also from the Asset Sea? Yes. He is there as well, yeah. Yes. All right, well, let's, uh, let's... I listened to it already, like, five times, I think, right okay. now. <laughs> I have I think fun it's, now, yeah. yeah. <laughs> absolutely beautiful. I love it. Uh, so here is uh, No Regrets from Aviola and Adi. Gonna live in the moment Hey, no regrets No regrets I'm just counting my blessings I just wanna live up my life Gonna live in the moment Hey, no regrets No regrets I'm just counting my blessings I just wanna live up my life Got noise in my head And everything is crashing
No Regrets from Abiola and Adi. Beautiful song that they recorded with each other after the lockdown. That was their inspiration and uh, also something that happened because they're in the same community. Um, yeah, we're talking about communities and in the second part of our uh, show today, we're looking a bit more on a personal level in communities. So back here in the studio with me are Yael and Jackson. Uh, Yael, you're from uh, B32, also yep. grew up in the community, as she mm -hmm. told us before. And uh, Jackson, you're here for Code 043, no, if you're three. Yes. But you also <laughs> have your own community that you started with the help of Code. Um, yeah, can you tell us a bit about that? Because that's a big opportunity, I think, that you got and something that Code gave to you. So what community did you build with the help of Code? Uh, I built the uh, uh, urban community. So uh, we're trying to give stage uh, to uh, local talent. Uh, normally we do that when we organize uh, uh, events at big locations where we can uh, uh, have more people. Uh, within the same evening, we also have uh, big artists from the Netherlands. So we're trying to uh, boost, uh, how do I say, not the image, but uh, the talent of the person who's performing that day. Yeah. Uh, by doing more experience. Uh, my uh, community also uh, try to help everyone who doesn't got... Uh, for example, if someone wants to record or want to make a music and he doesn't have the equipment, I will get my people together to make sure that the person can do whatever he wants. Yeah. And we do that with a lot of different things. So it's not only music, it can also be art, but our main focus is the music. So this is something you got a lot of support out of the code community. Now you have your own. Do you have a specific name for the community or is it urban? It's Juicy Nation. All right. That's very important. Yes. Let's make sure that people can find you if they want to be a part. So now you're also uh, able to give this back to other people. Yes, of course. So where do you feel that being a part of communities and now having your own, that, um, yeah, what has that meant for you? Personally? I think uh, being a part of a community uh, is like an extended family. I think if you build a community, you can rely on a lot of people. If you are part of your community, you go, you will get more things done faster yeah. and uh, with a lot of help uh, of people. And now we are in this crazy, uh, corona crisis. I, uh, yeah, I started thinking about how important it is to be a part of a community. Yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely. really important to be a part of uh, of a community. I think, yeah, you're very much agreeing yeah, on yeah. this. <laughs> really, yeah, it's true. You're a lot more efficient when you're yeah. part of a community. You you grow faster. It's true. Yes. So what what does that have meant for you in your life? I mean, you also grew up in a community, and now you're living in the, in the squatting community at the B. What opportunities have that has that given you as a person that maybe otherwise you wouldn't have had? A lot, a lot. The most important, I think, is to it's giving me the tools to think for myself. Yeah. To think outside the box, and to to not be shy to reach out to other people for help, which is like a lot of people have this fear, right? The fear to reach out for help. No, I want to make it on my own. I'm, I'm my own man. I used to have the same. Yeah, yeah, yes, right? Yes, you you, you, you feel same. it. Right? So it's like, I, I, yeah, they taught me, no, you have to rely on other people to grow. We're social beings. You need to, everybody has their own tools, their own skills. And if you uh, reach out for their tools and their skills, you'll grow and then you'll give them your tools and your skills and you'll grow. And that's how you move forward yeah. and i think that society like the you know western society has lost that 
Absolutely. It's very individualistic, yeah. which sucks. You have to do everything on your own and you have to be the best and yeah. you have to and get it's there. Very, you it's know? competition. You yeah. actually have to put other people down in order yeah. to go up, which is no. which is fucked up. No, it's really yeah. fucked which is, I, know, it, I don't know if you can say up. that yeah, on the radio, but it's really it's fucked true. up because that was the same thing when I started um, uh, the community. I was thinking, oh, I can do this by myself. I don't need any help. And uh, when I saw s- someone doing the same thing, I was like a little bit, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to collaborate with you because I am much better than you. But uh, as far as you come in the process, you learn how to work together with people. And one of the main things that I learned since I've worked with Code and since I started my own community, one of the biggest things that I learned is that you can come far alone, but when you work together, you yeah. come more far. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and especially when yeah. you talk about a community, right? Because there's no no way that you're going to build a community on your own. No, you can do that. It's just not the way it's it impossible. works. I mean, it's community impossible. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. I mean, uh, then, you're, then yeah. you're actually missing the point. So it's quite weird that we're raised in that way, maybe. Yeah, what would you like to see in the future for your community? The one, the, the one that I want to create? Yeah, per, yeah. If you I, want to. I want to have like as many people from as many different parts of the world come together, mm-hmm. collaborate, grow, and inspire other people to do the same. You yes. know, to be like, oh, we don't need to live this fucking stereotypical life, work, job, marry, tax, la, 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 which is t- a little bit boring, um, to be honest, yeah. and a little bit depressing. <laughs> I mean, why is everyone so depressed and so dumb? Because That's they, the reason why know, I started my community, yeah. to, to yeah, empower kudos people. To you, because man. Maastricht is a city with a lot of potential, a lot of talents, but, yeah, they don't have the tools or they don't know where to knock. Yeah. And also, so it's not like you're going to get any help from the... How do you say that uh, the humanity? Yeah, local no, government. they don't care. They don't care about us. So uh, the main thing that we have to do is to get things done by yeah. our, our own self. I think uh, the humanity uh, will ha- will uh, yeah could help us a lot of b- a lot of more if yeah. they. How do I say that they? Yeah, if they once live in our shoes. It's not yeah. only for the high people, for the people with the money, but it's also for the students, the people that don't got the right tools or the, don't got uh, the financial. They need support from the gemeente. Yeah, maybe yeah. if the gemeente financially supported, supported these communities. Or give them tools. But mm-hmm. the gemeente is like when you try to organize something, you have to keep in mind uh, this point, this point, this point. It's not going to work because we yeah, want before, to be yeah. free. We want to be free. If you are a creator, you don't want stupid rules from people who don't know nothing about the things you are doing. Uh, That's also why I don't really like to cooperate with the humanity because they don't really care about us. As long as it's not chic and shun, it's not a thing for them. <laughs> it's not a thing for them. <laughs> so it has to yeah. be chic and shun, but... When they look up to urban or something like that, they they be like, no, urban, they come a lot of people f- uh, with uh, different backgrounds. They're yeah. going to use drugs, they're going to fight. Yes, yeah. they, they only see trouble. But I think urban is much beautiful than she can shoot. Yeah, of course. We're going to show them right now. Yes. It's something that uh, I think we also, it's, it's the never ending fight. Like financially, it would open up a lot of doors, but then there are so many doors that you're also closing if mm-hmm. you have the support of something like municipality or the gemeente. There's uh, usually a lot of things that you cannot do anymore. No, no. There's me? a lot, no. Yeah. So but that's, what, but that's, why, that's why it's good to do such things as what Jackson is doing. Jackson, right? Yeah, yes, is yes. That what Jackson is doing is because then you don't depend on a system no. like yeah. the gemeente 
or whatever else kind of system that doesn't actually want to help you. No. You just start your own thing and then you grow strong. The government yeah. is only going to start to help you when they see, oh, this is good for the city. Yeah, We but can also, like, yeah. you know, you don't need but their I know, uh, yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm always getting <laughs> right, angry guys, when I I'm talking about the humanity. Yeah, I very much I agree with you. This is also something, maybe maybe we should do, do a show specifically about this because this I is mean. something we can rant for over an hour about, I think. But it's time for our next song. Thank you, guys. Um, yeah, I can only say I completely agree with everything that you guys yes. just said. And I'm very cool. excited to stay up to date with both of your communities, Yell, your future community. You're uh, all invited, yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> reserving my spot there, definitely. Uh, and Jackson, we're definitely going to maybe collaborate yes, as around I your community. That, yes, I would love to do that as well. Our next song, uh, My Head is a Jungle from Wakamat Emma Louise, uh, an MK remix. And this is also something that came from the Activity Community playlist.
My head is a jungle. Welcome back. You're listening to Student Radio Maastricht here on RTV Maastricht 107.5 FM. I'm Katinka, your host, here with my Azram team, Zaki, Sachit, and um, <laughs> Helena, sorry, <laughs> you who just <laughs> walked in as well. Uh, they're making sure that all our guests are uh, having what they need and that the tech is, um, is working. And back here in the studio are May from the Masters and Joanne from Activity. You're the Activity ambassador here today. Uh, the song we just listened to was also one of the Activity playlist. Um, and we're yeah going a bit more on a personal level, talking about communities. Uh, and I was wondering for you guys, uh, May, I want to start with you. Why is being part of a community so important? Um, it gives you a feeling about um, inclusion. It um, lets you feel that you are worth something, that you can do something, that you have somebody to fall back on. And I think that is really important because it makes you realize that you're, as a freshly 18-year-old, <laughs> not the only one in the world. Yeah. So whatever issues or problems that you have, there is always someone who is experiencing the same. And in the community, it's um, giving you the opportunity to talk about these things. Yeah, because yeah, you you work uh, for the master, so it's your job. But it's not it's not just a job, right? It's no, it's a feeling. Yeah, more <laughs> than that, it's not just something you go to and then go home and get paid. It's being part of that community is something way bigger, right? Definitely, definitely. How is it for you, Joanne? Why why is being part of a community like Activity so important? It's like what she said, it's like... Um, you don't feel like you're alone there. It's like you find other people to connect with. And I find it very important, especially for Activity, since the focus is on students and people who come to the Netherlands or Maastricht recently, they don't know anyone, they might feel alone, nothing to do. And then from talking to a few people this week already, um, I could already feel how grateful they are that they could meet people and do stuff that yeah. they like. Yeah, because it's, you're kind of working on a bigger change as well, right? It's not just doing for you this activity or for you, it's not just working uh, with the stichting, it's something bigger. So do you think, um, Joanne, do you think that a community like Activity or any other community can make bigger changes in the world, in the society, in Maastricht? Let's start with Maastricht. <laughs> Not definitely, definitely. It's like we were talking about how the only time you meet people nowadays is on dating apps and all that, but yeah. you don't really find that you can meet people for friendship and all that. So I, w I see it as a way that people normalize coming together with strangers on a pure friendship basis or similar interest basis and just go forward with that yeah it's about real connections yeah which i don't know i don't have a lot of experience but i don't think you find real connections on tinder that easily <laughs> or to just do fun <laughs> <I don't> things <laughs> activity can actually do that for you um how's that for you may do you believe that you can make bigger a bigger change as a community oh yes uh, definitely i mean the masters right now we are currently only uh, in maastricht but there are not only students and differently developed people and status holders in maastricht oh. i mean they're divided throughout the country and that's actually something that we want to go to i mean we want to reach every single one of them yeah Ooh, so where are all these other homes are going to be? Ibiza? We're going to go to Ibiza? Oh, yeah, Ibiza <laughs> wouldn't be the Netherlands, but yeah, maybe. Oh, well, but I mean, they're <laughs> everywhere, right? If we're talking bigger change. Bigger change, yeah. I think yeah. that's something that we should strive for yeah. to happen. To at least make sure that every city has one of the master's yeah. homes. And I think on the one hand, it's uh, like that goal that you have as a community. Uh, on the other hand, it's also everybody that 
is going to be part of this community. It's 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 like this oil stain, right? It's something right. I've been hearing it from all of you guys that I've been talking to today. It's not just one community that you're a part of. It's not just one volunteer work that you do. Everybody that is here on the table with us today in the show, you have different organizations that you've worked with, different communities that you're a part of, and you touch people there that also want to start their own communities or have their own goals. So I think that's yeah, very much also a bigger goal. What would you, um, May, what would you like to see in the, in the future? It doesn't have to be the near future. You can <laughs> fantasize our hundred years ahead, but for the community that you are a part of. Um, well, for my community, um, I would like to see that it just grows. And like you mentioned, the old stain, um, I think it would be already beautiful. I mean, we have two homes. We have one in Hochbrugstraat, one in uh, Hochfrankrijk. And uh, it would be nice to just slowly, piece by piece, go further into the country and yeah. to touch more souls. And just to have more people that uh, connect with us, to help us, to support each other and just grow bigger. So that nobody that uh, is left outside alone is still left outside alone as long as they know us. Uh, beautiful. I think that's definitely going to work. <laughs> How is that for you, Joanne? What would you like to see for your community in the future? Very similar things that people feel like they belong, that we want people to know that we're all inclusive, that they will feel welcome to also join, create their own activities, create groups that they feel other people might join too. So that's like, they feel like, yeah, it's like, it's somewhere they can come, feel accepted and grow themselves too. So board games at the Mars is a distant in yes. the near future. <laughs> Probably not board games, but... <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to go uh, into our next song. Thank you guys for uh, sharing this uh, bigger vision and the changes that you're working on and that your communities are making. Uh, absolutely beautiful. Our next song is Come Together from the Beatles because that's what we need to do to achieve it all, right? Come Together.
together from the Beatles. Coming together is something very important in communities. That's what we're talking about today here on Student Radio Maastricht on RTV Maastricht 107.5 FM. Um, yeah, communities, get them up and running, start them, keep them alive. Uh, it's very important to achieve that, to come together with the people around you, with the people that have the same values. Um, back here in the studio with me are Jackson from Code uh, 043 and also from your own urban community. Yes. And Abiola, you're also back here with me yeah. uh, from RTV Maastricht and you live at the AZC like we see, AZC, yeah, <laughs> as we talked about. Um, what is, Jackson, you started your own community, so what is key in keeping a community going? Uh, keep uh, the key to keep the community going is to know what's happening in your community, not only in your community, also the things that can affect your community. And uh, the key also to keep uh, our community is to work together with other communities because uh, yeah, there's a lot, uh, a lot, yeah, to win. Uh, you can only win if you work together. Yeah. At absolutely. the end, you can only win. So uh, the key to me, the most important is always to do research what's happening in your community or the things that can affect your community. Always to know what's the new trend that also can affect your community. And uh, yeah, and work together is the most important thing yeah. at this moment. Absolutely. Do you agree, Aviola? You've been in quite a few communities with all the volunteer work. Exactly. Here, like you said, coming together, you know. Yeah. You know, I think I call it the CCC, coming together, you know contribution and communication yeah so yeah those three things are really key to making sure a community works because um, firstly a community is one person people more than one person so coming together that involves two or more people coming together yeah. that you know communicating your ideas and your feelings mm. also is really important and contributing you know you have to contribute and make sure that things work you know and also listen to people listen to ideas you know encourage other people to yeah. and stay open and I yes. think uh, Jackson like you told us before like in the beginning when you started you f still felt that bit of competition and that yes, feeling of I yes. have to do it on my own but yes. as, as soon as you're open to other people to new inputs to mm -hmm open to your community that's when you can actually grow right and exactly what what abiola uh, said if you are part of a community you always have to contribute even if you don't have any time just make time you gotta keep the community living yeah so uh, if you are part of the community don't don't just say i'm a part of the community but do really things that can make your community grow do really things that can make you uh, can bring you in contact with other people so it's not only talking about I'm a part of community you have to put a lot of work in it yeah. uh, I have a small recording the last recording that we have today from Dominic who's mm -hmm. also from the from the code community and I asked him <coughs> what did it bring you what opportunity uh, opportunities he shared with us already but what what did that being part of a community actually bring you so let's listen what he has to uh, to share 
one is actually um, really important. So basically, uh, the communities I've been in helped me go through a lot, either on an emotional level or a business level, especially the last one. Um, no, not especially the last one, both. Um, for instance, Code Zero for Free went further than uh, an organization to just empower the ideas of the youth. But they also helped me through some, some rough times and stood beside me and gave me the feeling that, that we could conquer this all. Um, and besides that network, I think network is the, the most important thing I've gotten out of communities. So um, basically without this network, I would have never got the opportunity to create a business to to make actually actually make a living out of it and and doing what I'm doing right now besides that it gives you some sort of life goal and life purpose to be in a community I think what they give you is is great but the feeling which which gets created by that is that you're willing and w willing to give back but you actually want to give back um, and I think that's also a powerful thing, uh, which being in a healthy community uh, provides you. Yeah, absolutely. Giving back, wanting to give back. I think that's very important. Being part of a community, starting a community, growing a community. It's not about doing something and expecting something back, right? It's about feeling like I want to do this and either personally I will grow or the community will grow and you will yes. grow with it. Yeah. All right, um, we have to wrap it up because I cannot believe this. We're doing a two-hour show and we're running out of time. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> the next song is also a special song. Um, to Abiola, we listened to a song that you recorded with somebody from your community. Uh, but uh, I discovered accidentally that Dominic has also been recording. Uh, and this is one of the projects that he's been working on. And um, he could realize that through the community he's a part of. So through the community of code. It's a new song. It's super, super, extremely new because it's not released yet. So it's going to be released on Friday, but he sent it to me and uh, he allowed us to play it. So we have we have a first first place, the first time that anybody's going to hear it uh, on her radio show. So I feel ve very honored. And uh, yeah, so Dominic made the beat uh, together with the singer, Rick, and they tried to reinvent the 80s synth pop. So let's uh, let's listen to the song. It's called Memories from D.W. Beats and Rick. Enjoy. I've got 
here at RTV Maastricht 107.5 FM. I am Katinka, the host of today with me in the studio. Leftover out of all our guests are Zaki. Hello. And Sachit. Hello. And we're going to wrap it up as a student radio master. We had a lot of wonderful, amazing guests. Talked about communities, what they can do for you, what opportunities you can have, how to contribute to communities. I think we covered it all. Um, yeah, let's go into a cultural agenda. I don't have a lot. Something that May from the master's... Um, let me know is that they have Vorikje which is a social restaurant and they have dinner um, yeah, dinners every evening on Thursday at Hoog Frankrijk 27 I'm just having a bit of a peek <laughs> where it exactly was, but this is something you can check out on the Facebook of the Masters as well it's a social restaurant so you pay little teeny tiny few euros and you can meet a lot of people there um, and also support the community with that, so I think that's an amazing initiative Um, yeah, and Saki, do you have anything for the cultural agenda? Well, the last thing that I have to do for our cultural agenda is that, thanks to our new partnership with Activity, <laughs> you now must use Activity, download, download the application right now, and you can access all of the events that we are planning in the future, because yes. they all will be planned there. Yeah, we're still going to put it on Facebook, but I think we're going to use Activity more for, uh, for these gatherings. Uh, Sachi, do you have anything to add for the cultural agenda? Well, you can always join me for a workout, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> also I'll be there too. Yeah, find that. I'll, uh, I'll probably be there as well. Um, I think our Curls for Agenda is just basically all the communities that were, were here today. Um, go check them out on Facebook. We'll do a follow-up post as well on our Facebook page to make sure that you guys can check out um, yeah, everybody that was here, everybody that we talked to. I'm just going to mention all of them. So the first one is The Masters. They're located in Week, and they also have a location at Hoog Frankrijk, which is at the other other side of the river. Um, RTV Maastricht, they're here at the Centre Ceramique. Uh, code 043, they're also in the city center, so if you need any support or if you have an idea and you just want some support or if it's funding or if it's just talking to some people like how can I start something for myself, how can I start a project, I have an idea, then that's definitely the place to uh, to be. Activity, like we've mentioned, you can download their app. They're also on Facebook and Instagram. 
Uh, and if you want to organize an activity or if you just want to join an activity and check it out, that's definitely uh, the place to go. The B32 was here, the squatting community. Well, we all, we did our events together with them, so we're hoping that soon enough we can do uh, another event. And then it was us, Student Radio Maastricht. So you can also check us out on Instagram, on Facebook, and stay up to date. That's all I have to say. We'll probably make uh, we'll make Helena make a follow up post. <laughs> I think that's your job, right? Uh, any last thoughts, Saki, about communities, about everything we talked to in the past past two hours? Yeah, my only last thoughts, you know, just to invest in the those of us who might not be in Maastricht, you know, just invest in the community that are around you, you know, get to know the people around you because, you know, this is, we are at a point in the, in the world right now where we can really, we can really decide to, you know, use the people around us, build our communities and create better safety nets for everyone around us, you know, yeah. when you give up yourself, you're helping, you're not only, you're helping the person that is being helped, but you're also helping yourself to grow. Yeah, mm. don't underestimate how much you can get out of it. And these communities, I mean, it's it's us, but as we've heard in the past two hours, it's all these communities that they, they need support. And yes, financial support, obviously, but that's not it. It's more the, the, the love, the, the people that join a community, that come with ideas, that want to give their energy to help grow these communities. I think that's what, what all the communities around really need. And there's enough. There's enough communities in Maastricht. Such it. Any last thoughts? It's interesting how completely different communities with different goals and ideals from different places all end up having very similar shapes and forms. Yeah. I think there really is some, uh, there are common needs. Everyone wants the same things, I think, in communities. And there's also a number of things that work for everyone. You know, the ideas of, you know, universal inclusion, of helping everyone, of, you know, trying to, you know, deconstruct the capitalistic mode of existence everyone all, all all the communities do that and yeah. it's nice to see it's good to see that people are taking you know their social lives also into their own hands not just their personal lives but you know how do i exist within a context and i like to see that yeah it's all of these goals and you can always come back right you're not stuck in a community you can no. you can do something else or start your own community if you want to but the, the community that you've been a part of you will always be a part of that i think that's something that i've heard in all these different stories as well today well, yeah, that's also kind of why I chose this last song. As you guys know, I am Dutch, you know, there's a certain type of music that I love. And I wanted to close it up after these two hours with some extra energy. So it's a destiny from Headhunters. Um, and it's also a bit of the meaning, you know, as a community meaning behind this story. Headhunters, he's a guy that was very big in this hardstyle community. And then he, um, well, left, he's, he stopped for, I think it was two years. And then at some point he came back and it was just crazy how all the support was still there uh, from the fans, but also from all the other artists that That's they wonderful. played together, that they made an album together, that everybody was so welcoming that he was back in the community, so happy. And that's something that we've seen here today as well. Everybody's welcome. You're always welcome to come back. And there's just um, a lot of love. Maybe not for everybody this sounds like, like love, but for me it does. So um, that's what um, I'm going to play as our last song. Um, thanks to our supporters, RTV Maastricht and Code 043. Thanks to all our guests for being here today. Wonderful SRM team for helping me in our first two-hour show. I think it went great. Mm -hmm. And um, really looking forward to next week. What's the topic next week? 
We don't know yet. It's going to be next surprise. week. Oh yes. Oh yeah, it's your episode. Oh yeah, it's the episode with me and Anastasia. We're going to be talking about the DIY scene. Um, yeah. It's going to be a little bit America centric, but we're going to talk about you know DIY scene and different drama that erupts when there's a lack of accountability and different drama scenes. Yeah. It's always good. Always good. All right, very exciting. We'll see all you guys uh, next week. Thank you for listening. And this is Destiny from Headhunters. Travelers on an unending voyage of discovery. Headhunters.
I'm Devlin, and this is my biz session, and this song is titled Community Outcast. U luistert naar RTV Maastricht. 87.5 op de kabel, 107.5 in de ether. Dit is Ewald van Liemt met het Radio Nieuws. De Amerikaanse luchtvaartmaatschappij United Airlines schrapt in de VS dit najaar mogelijk 36.000 banen als de Amerikaanse overheid het bedrijf geen loonsubsidies meer geeft. Inmiddels hebben al 3700 medewerkers het bedrijf met een vertrekregeling verlaten. In totaal moet zo'n 45% van al het personeel van United Airlines in de VS vertrekken, omdat door de coronacrisis de luchtvaartsector hard is geraakt. Ook bij collega's American Airlines en Delta Airlines staan tienduizenden banen op de tocht. De veroordeelde politiemol Mark M. is terug in Nederland om het